0: Hey, Spooksters, and welcome to your June listeners episode. This is Jessica. And as always, I am joined by my favorite gal pal, Tara. Hey, Spooksters. And we're excited because this month we are coming at you with five stories and not just four stories.
1: Yes, lots and lots of stories.
0: And as a reminder, if you have stories that you would like us to share, you have to send them to us. So um you can do that by sending it to our Gmail, which is three girls at gmail, or you can send it to any of our socials, which you can find in the very convenient link tree down below that Tara did because she's fantastic. Oh you are and you mean it's so simple for our <laughs> listeners. You just have to go run one place. I hate when things are everywhere. Me too. Me too. So um it's been a minute since we kind of actually recorded a episode that
1: wasn't an act episode i know this is our in our time and not too far off of when you're listening to this it's true this is our first like legit monday or wait no tuesday see i don't even know what fucking day it is this is our first sit down record day back since all the vacation and everything so we just it just it feels like the first time almost jesus feels like the first yeah
0: it does it feels like we are noobs at this like for sure but we're profesh we got this shit
1: so we're here we're back we're back um (laughs) i swear it takes like almost as much time as you're on vacation to readjust when you get home oh my god that's the biggest
0: (laughs) truth ever (laughs) they love our fuckery though so it'll
1: be good next couple ones they'll uh they'll be good ones they'll be good ones yes but yes, um, we are going to go ahead and dive in. Like Jessica said, all of our socials are in the show notes. And if you would like to support our show, please do. We have a Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash 3 girls. We are also affiliates with Audible. And you can get a free month trial and free downloads. You can check that out there, too. And that's really all I have for that. Um, what do you have for your drink?
0: Well, if you've listened to the act over the last couple of weeks, you would know, or the last two acts, you would know that when Tara and I were hanging out, I bought a can of wine. It's called House Wine, and this is the Brut Bubbly, so it's their version of a champagne, and it comes from Walla Walla, Washington. And fun fact, it is a can. It looks like a 12-ounce can, Mm. and two of these cans equals one bottle. That's fucking crazy. Right. I was having a very in-depth conversation about this the other night at dinner for Father's Day. And they're like, two cans, (laughs) one bottle. And I was like, yeah, it was like not expensive either. But it's really pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll definitely take a picture to post. It's got like a gold logo and everything. So that's what I'm drinking. Let's pop this bitch. ASMR. Maybe. What are you drinking?
1: Well, I have a classic for me. I have Barefoot's Merlot. I had to go grab some because I saw that Murder and Merlot shirt (gasps) that I bought. That will It's such a great shirt. Hopefully we'll be here in the next couple weeks. I'm so fucking pumped. Yeah. So I was like, I need Merlot now. So I grabbed it for tonight. So that's what I got. Yes. I approve Mm. of that message. Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Okie dokie. So we're going to get started and we're going to read, like I said, five of the stories that were sent to us. So I'm going to let Tara kick us off.
1: Yes, I'm going to start us off. And we I have three of the stories and two of them are anonymous. And then we have one from a listener who she let us use their name. So we will get to that. So I'm going to start with one of our Anon ones. Okay. The story takes place in 2016 and is kind of goofy. My family was living on the northeast coast of Florida and we were preparing for Hurricane Matthew. We were just under 10 miles to the beach and knew we were going to get hit and would be without power for a few days. So I took stock of what I had in the freezer and fridge and decided to cook as much of it as I could. That way, it would be available to heat and eat once the power was out because it would probably be out long enough for everything to thaw and go bad. Among other things, I had everything I needed to make a lasagna except for the cheese. I figured I'd cook it, wrap pieces of aluminum foil, and we'd just throw it on the grills for dinner. So I made a run to the store and bought two bags of shredded mozzarella cheese, the touch of Philly kind, perfect for a melty lasagna. And I put the cheese in the drawer in the fridge. The next day, I put together my lasagna, and both bags were gone. I double-checked my receipt, and I had indeed bought them. I remembered putting them in the cheese drawer, and also because we were expecting the hurricane, we hadn't been stocking up at the store, so my fridge was pretty bare. I searched everywhere, including the cupboards and the back of the car, just in case, even though I do remember putting them there. My husband and I came to the conclusion that I must have left the bag at the store. Fast forward about a month. The storm had come and gone, and life was continuing as normal. My husband is military and had gone out on patrol for a few weeks before, so I was the sole provider for groceries. I went to the fridge to make something for the kids and I for dinner and was debating a good old grilled cheese sandwich. When I opened the cheese drawer, sitting right on top were the two bags of the Touch of Philly shredded mozzarella cheese. They hadn't been in there earlier when I made breakfast or any meal in the past weeks. I had never replaced them when they went missing, and I hadn't bought any of that kind since. Yet, here we are, and they're right there in front of my face. I called my best friend slash cousin to tell her the latest saga of my mystery cheese. It frickin' bugged me and she's my person. That's something I'd call you about, so I totally get it. (laughs) It's very true. You'd be like, the fucking cheese is back. I'd be like, eat it. Eat the cheese. Her response was, Remember when grandma would visit and straight up hide food in our fridges when she thought someone in our house was getting too fat? That's when it hit me. I had gained quite a bit of weight in the months before the hurricane due to pregnancy, but still more than I should have, and I started to make super healthy meals for us, but when the hurricane was coming, all bets were off. I'm 99% sure the ghost of my grouchy old grandma decided to hide my cheese just to keep my fat ass from eating it and gave it back just now so I know it was her. It may sound a bit harsh, but it's exactly the kind of thing she would do. (laughs) The end.
0: (laughs) Damn your grandma savage.
1: Hell yeah. Even from the grave.
0: (laughs) She like, you don't get, you don't get lasagna, which I'm like, why give it back for grilled cheese?
1: It's just as bad for you. Right? Butter bread grilled cheese may even be i mean maybe i'm wrong but i feel like grilled cheese may be worse depending how many sandwiches you eat
0: and depending on what kind of lasagna you make if you make like turkey lasagna or spinach lasagna true and you make it with like
1: zucchini instead of pasta my husband's too italian for fake noodles like that but yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the look on your face was like do you want me to murder you <laughs> like we're talking lasagna jessica My husband does keto or
1: forces me to do keto. So Okay. Okay. But yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're in agreeance. Girl cheese could be worse. But she's like, I mean, hey, maybe uh, whoever sent this listener, maybe you had lost a little weight or you were being a little more active. So she's like, okay, you earned your cheese back. That could also be it. Uh I don't know.
0: This kind of reminds me of, like, the episode on How I Met Your Mother of when Lily steals the baseball to teach someone a lesson. Like, their grandma is Lily stealing people's stuff (laughs) to be like, "Mm -mm, you're being a bad person. Mm -mm, You don't get this.
1: (laughs) Oh, God, I love it.
0: Hashtag savage grandma ghost.
1: Right. Okay, I'll let you dive into our next story.
0: Okay, so mine does not come from an anonymous person. This is from our homegirl, Erin. I'm going to read two submissions that she gave us today. Their first one is called A Snippet of Family Encounters. I'm going to say just one thing. Erin, I need to be around you because shit happens to you all the time. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but I got very upset when Tara got touched at Winchester and I got shit at Winchester. So I feel like I need to be Sarah's BFF. You mean... Aaron. Aaron. Did I say Sarah? You did. I also should be Sarah's best friend. <laughs> that girl gets me shopping at two in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. I love you and I love Sarah too. So I love all my spooksters. Okay. A snippet of family encounters. I've mentioned that my family kind of draws this creepy stuff to us. Some of us get lucky and are visited by some good spirits, and others by not so good spirits. My Nana was visited in a dream by a dear friend from her high school who asked her to be baptized for him post-mortem. You see, the LDS faith calls for these baptisms for the dead. When she woke up the next morning, she called some friends she'd stayed in touch with since high school and learned that the man that had visited her the day before had died the night before. He, like, died and visited her all in the same night. Busy. I know. (laughs) Hashtag life goals. (laughs) Hashtag... No life goals. Afterlife
1: goals.
0: (laughs) There we go. Hashtag afterlife goals. She went through the steps to have him be baptized. And when she finally was able to, she was visited again. And the man simply said, thank you. That's such a great experience.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Get it, Nana. (laughs) Okay. My cousin Kat can read people's auras and see what she calls an aura stamp. I have a cousin Kat, too. That's cool. Ooh. Yeah. When she was four and walking through our Nana's neighborhood, she saw a dark aura stamp on a house being constructed. And she started crying and describing the stamp to my Nana. And eventually she was so distraught that my Nana called the housing association to have them investigated. Turns out someone had killed a dog in the basement of the house being built. (gasps) I know. Kat has also been able to learn how to cleanse an aura and how to lead spiritual meditations for people struggling with depression as an alternative to medication. That's really cool. That is really cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think like that practice is called like Reiki or something. Reiki? Mm-hmm. Reiki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know someone who does that too. Nice. There's more to this. I apologize for my long pause of deception. <laughs> okay. Aaron continues. My aunt Gina has been ghost hunting for years and was struck by sleep paralysis while staying on the Queen Anne with her partner, Lou. When my aunt Lou woke up to find Gina gasping for air, she said that she could see a dark shadow crushing Gina's chest and she swung and it vanished. Holy hell. Gina, you savage. Well, no, more like Lou, you savage. Like Right. Okay, there's more. I've read this one. This one's really endearing. Sometimes even technology gets involved. Just last night, I was sitting around thinking I should call my Nana when my phone rang and her name was the call on the caller ID. But when I said hello, there was nothing. And I heard her voice saying, hello, hello. And it took us a second to figure out that neither one of us had intended to call the other one, but both our phones had just started ringing. She thought I called her and I thought she called me. But nope, just the universe thinking we should talk. Mm. That is like the sweetest story. Erin, girl, you write
1: a book that happened to me and matt
0: like the other week What? yeah (gasps) it's because you have a ghost living in your house no shut the fuck up you have a common denominator she has a ghost in her house you have a ghost in your house i don't have anything in my house (laughs) (laughs) and you're mad about it i am i want to i want fucking casper to live here oh my god okay but with my luck, it wouldn't be Casper, would right. it? No, it would, be no, like would not. <laughs> the man in the hat. That's who would live in my yeah, house. Yeah, let's
1: not. Mm-mm. Okay, so the next story I'm going to read is from our listener named Jaden. So, hey, Jaden, thank you so much for sending this in. We appreciate it. Her email says, hey, guys, my name is Jaden, and I've been listening to your podcast since the very first episode. I think I may have left the first review on Apple Podcasts, actually. Aw, so many hearts. Right? I know. And I looked after I read that, and I was like, heart, heart, heart. I'm actually your local almost 17-year-old listener, June Baby. Oh, so happy birthday, actually. Happy birthday. May have already happened because this is like the last Monday of June. So unless you're like late, late June. I was thinking about sending y'all this story last night and saw the Facebook post a few minutes ago, and I may be procrastinating homework and writing this instead. Jaden, don't do that.
0: Do your homework. (laughs) Well, at this point, I'm pretty sure you, like, have graduated. Yeah, you've
1: probably graduated, so this is, like, late scolding. But if there's anybody listening who's procrastinating listening to us, no. Do homework and listen to us at the same time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm procrastinating my homework
1: (laughs) to record. Well that's different okay
0: <laughs> i'm kidding
1: <laughs> all right so some backstory to this is that we were about to go into eighth grade i believe so my friend and i were roughly 13 my friend who will call nikki and i are both very spiritual people though not religious and her family is also very into the ghosty side of things we were at her dad's house and that night sleeping in a separate little cabin roughly four or five meters about 13 to 16 feet away from the main house they also lived in a very cottage-like house, so we're surrounded by trees and shit. Okay, creepy, cool. Nikki and her dad, stepmom and stepsister, are, as I said, very spiritual. So when she pulls out this Ouija board, I was hyped for it. Hell yeah, let's do some demon summoning. No, 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 Jaden. <laughs> if we've taught you anything, don't fuck with Ouija boards. Well, Jessica, <laughs> sorry, they do. <laughs> We sat on the bed, and I had opened up a cheap EMF detector on my phone, and there we were, waiting. I tried to mess with her by pulling the planchette around, but turns out they're fairly difficult to move with two fingers, so that didn't really work. But with slight prompting, it actually began to move. She's done this before at her house, so she knew the frequent talkers, to say the least. She asked for a name, and it spelled out R-O-S-E, and we were off. The spirit was known to be kind and related on a whole different spirit somehow, but I hadn't ever spoken to her, so my friend let me take the reins. We had done some Googling prior to find out if we were missing any rules, and it said to only have one person speaking at a time. Well, at least they're following the rules, so, you know. (laughs) That's good. Smart. It's true. Nothing seemed amiss, and so we were talking to Rose for a while, asking simple things like if she liked the area, if she knew my mother and soon to be born brother, and if they were going to be all right. She had said yes. So we proceeded. Being the curious thing I am, I asked if she was comfortable talking about her death and stuff once again. She said yes. So I asked her how. She said nothing. Then again, I asked her how old she was. 1918. Oh, so old, we had wondered, but it kept on. One, seven, one, six, one, six, one, six, one, five, one, four, one, three, one, two. Goodbye. Nikki had cut in and she forcefully closed the connection. Oh, that's a long number. Uh Uh-huh. I had looked at her in confusion and she had said it seemed off. I went back to Googling what had happened, and she suddenly realized. Whatever we had been talking to was counting through the board. That is, apparently, a way to escape. We refused to say demon when we were talking about it, and she closed on it in time. However, I sometimes feel like there's a malicious presence that follows me around. It's only been about four years since then, but sometimes I wake up with some solid injuries. Once, I had slept on the nest chair that I had in my room after my dog peed on the bed in the middle of the night. I slept with my foot on the windowsill, nothing that could injure me readily available. And when I woke up, I found a somewhat deep, barely scabbed over, cut on my foot. I had no idea how it happened. And then in parentheses, she says, I bought some dolls from a thrift store. So maybe it was that. Why?
0: <laughs> Why are you bringing crappy things into your house? I get that just a few minutes ago, I said that I'm sad that there's not an entity living in my house, but I don't want a bad one. Right?
1: Another time, I woke up with three cat scratches on my calf, despite the fact I don't let my cats sleep in my room, and my dog's nails are too blunt to do that. I got a Ouija board for Christmas this year, so if I ever get more creepy Ouija stories, I will send them in. Please do, but I hope you don't, for your sake.
0: <laughs> and to bring back one of our favorite hashtags, Jaden, hashtag save your life, save your life.
1: Fuck, for real. Good God, that's not... Not
0: no, (laughs) oh, don't like it. (laughs) I i have so many feels for you right now like your safety, like my maternal instincts are kicking in. Oh, god, mm hmm,
1: Jesus,
0: (sighs) be safe, sweetie, be safe.
1: Yes, please do, please do. But yes, um, any more stories, feel free. Yes, yes,
0: it's like a double, it's like we're talking about both sides of our mouth. It's like, please be safe, but if something happens, please, (laughs) right, please let us have the rights (laughs) to your
1: story. Oh, boy, yep. (laughs) Okay, so that coffin open means we're going to take a break real quick and read off our new patrons that we have for this month. So we have Sarah, Melissa, Ross, Jessica, and Adriana from Accio Politics. Thank you guys so much
0: yes thank you everyone for being a patron Um, no it is not me the Jessica it's another Jessica <laughs> Like I realized when you said that I was like people are gonna be like damn she really wants patrons no thank <laughs> you so much and I just have to say thank you Adriana from occhio Politics because you know I love your show she's another podcaster and if you love Harry Potter check out her show it is super binge worthy my favorite is her episode 4 Four hundred and twenty-one. Because I don't know why. Might be a familiar I'm... voice on
1: there. You know,
0: <laughs> maybe a little bit. It's really, it's a really great show. Make sure you check it out. Thank you
1: for being a patron of this show. You know, supporting one podcaster to another. Yes, and thank all of you guys so much for supporting our show. We really appreciate it. Um, Our $5 guys here on the list, your stickers should be, have arrived to you by now. Mm -hmm. There was a little bit of a delay with travels over the last couple weeks, as you know. I was in California and Jessica was in Oklahoma and all over the place with me. Mm -hmm. And if you would like your own shout out and extra content, swag, and all of that good stuff, you can head over to patreon.com slash 3 Girls and join the Cool Kids Club with us totally thank you everyone we understand that you
0: guys make a commitment to us to help support the podcast and um, Mm -hmm. we love you guys a lot for it so thank you yes we love you patrons this is another story from Erin it's about her brother and I'm just gonna say like this is fucking epic Mm -hmm. That's the preface I've got for this. You ready, Spooksters? Let's do it. Okay. It's entitled The Mirror. We've established that the house I grew up in was kind of creepy, but the creepiest thing that happened there happened to my brother. After we moved in, my brother found a mirror in his closet. It was honestly nothing special, just a thick black frame and glass. My parents hung it on the wall in his room and let it be. For a long time, nothing really happened with this mirror. Just general unsettling feeling when you'd catch a glimpse of yourself in it and just feel off. My brother started to have bad dreams that were a demon coming out of the mirror, so he took it off the wall and put it at the bottom of his toy box. Aaron's brother, this is a solid move. You hit it. I like it. (laughs) Right? The next morning, the mirror would be back on the wall again. He thought it was his mom finding it and hanging it back up. He tried the toy box method for a while because at least he was able to fall asleep if it wasn't on the wall, even though it was on the wall when he woke up again. The mirror was freaking him out enough that he started to put it in the hall closet. It stayed there for a week and then back up on the wall. Again, he thought it was our mom putting it back up in his room, so he decided just to get rid of it. He threw it away in a metal trash can and watched it shatter. But a month later, it was back on his wall. No, that's some horror movie shit. Right? My brother was in high school when this happened. He resigned to leaving the mirror on the wall and just living with the off feeling. At least it was on the wall and there was nothing else to it. But one night he was dreaming that there was something calling to him from in the mirror. This is where it gets really creep. In his dream, he got out of bed and faced the mirror. And staring back at him were two bright red eyes with a dark shadow. It freaked him out so much that he woke up, and what freaked him out even more is that the mirror was on the bed next to him, propped up between the wall and his bed, mere inches from his face. The next morning, he called our aunt, who was a Wiccan high priestess. She gave him some protective symbols, and he painted them on the mirror, and that seemed to solve the problem. But he knows that the demon, or spirit, or whatever that was alive in the mirror chose him and followed him from idaho to texas to california and now georgia jesus right he says he catches a glimpse of it in his dreams and occasionally reflecting back at him from mirrors and windows he truly believes by talking about it the demon sees this as an invitation to come back in full force My brother's the kind of guy who keeps a lot of things to himself and never told me anything about this until a year ago and refuses to talk about it unless he's completely intoxicated. Aaron's brother, I get you there. This shit would be like, oh, God. Yeah, I wouldn't want to
1: talk about it either. So don't blame you. Mm
0: He was so shaken by what happened and continues to happen that he believes it is truly evil thing. And when I kind of mentioned that I was going to write you guys about it and wanted more details, he got visibly shaken and said he couldn't open that door again. The end. Oh, I know. Aaron's brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I like in all seriousness, though. I like I, you know, think encounters with the paranormal is interesting and exciting, but i don't i've never had something <laughs> continuously follow me
1: yeah like something malicious like that mm-hmm. and like the mirror yeah i don't like stuff with mirrors that freaks me out eh. like part of me
0: like and i don't believe my my theory at all like part of me is like what if someone's just fucking with him and is like ah put the mirror up no but no, no this sounds legit like mm-hmm Oh, Lord. Yes.
1: Well, we will move on now because <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> creeped us out. Read a story that's not
0: scary. Well,
1: it's a little spooky, but it's okay. Not as scary. We have our last story. It's another anonymous story that was actually submitted through our website, which is our blog. So if you ever want to send anonymous stories and want to be like super, super anonymous, you can actually do it through there, too. And it doesn't even like give us your emails, nothing like that. So, yeah. But, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start. It says, Hey ladies, I actually have a spooky story about the house I lived in for eight years as a child. It was in Long Grove, Illinois on Cuba Road, which is a Midwest lore in a very haunted stretch of road and included a haunted cemetery and phantom cars. My house was on a tree farm and the house itself was very old and I believe a historical site. This was in the 1980s, and I was a preteen. The house had some secret passageways in the walls, and we could hear knocking from the inside, and this was the start of some strange occurrences that continued until we moved away. My brother would complain that a little boy was being mean to him in his room. My mom would go investigate and watch as his toy cars were being pushed across his desk.
0: Oh, Lord. No, 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 no.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jessica just, like, popped up. She's like, what? I was folding laundry with my mother when I was eight and saw a human form in red fly past the kitchen window from outside. The fuck is happening? This is some insidious shit. Fucking leave. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's like, if I lived in a house that had a bad entity, I'd be like, we're putting it up on the market tomorrow.
1: There are more events, but I will get to the one that ties in with your show about shadow people. My mom recently told me that one night she was asleep in bed with my dad. She awoke from a dream about her antique dresser falling on me. She looked over at my dad who was snoring and saw from the light that was coming in from the hallway, which was a nightlight, that a black shadow was sitting up out of his body. The shadow figure turned its head and had a feline-esque glowing red eyes. It smiled with bright white sharp teeth then laid back down into his body. My mom was Catholic and began praying and backed out of the room. She was so frightened by this that she slept with all of us, the kids. She left my dad where he was. (laughs) Fuck, mom. (laughs) In the spare room and with the door locked. She never spoke about this until 30 years later for obvious reasons. And that's the end of their story.
0: Dear God, just fucking left the dad with the creepy guy
1: and the... Well, the cat ghost thing was in him so she's like nope you're fucked (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye
0: that kind of reminds me of like your encounter
1: oh except for yours seems to be nice yeah and matt didn't leave me he just went to sleep
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean matt and i have that in common like i have been in a room with an entity while gopin was like true it's true roll over and curl up with my husband it's fine
1: (laughs) uh but yeah that's um that's all i got that's all our stories that we have mm. for the month of june
0: yes and make sure you keep those stories coming and oh my god guys get some sage in your life get some mm-hmm. get some help yes get those crystals get all the good vibes we know a person who can help you yes protect your yourself yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> Okay, Spixers, that wraps it up for this listeners experience episode. Thank you for everyone who sent them in and keep them coming in. We told you at the beginning of the episode how to do it. Make sure you go to the link tree in the show notes so that you can find all of those places you can send us your fabulous fun stories. Today is Monday, the 24th. Am I correct, Tara? Mm hmm. And um, so we have an episode coming up this Thursday. It's the final episode of our act series. So um, make sure you stay tuned for that. We have enjoyed doing that and we have more projects similar coming down the line in the future. And then flash forward to Sunday. If you are a patron You definitely want to pay attention on Sunday because we have a fun episode coming up and it is entitled Horror Movies That Scared Us. Or I should just say Movies That Scared Us because mine is not a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's like... (laughs) Basically, we'll just you'll get to learn a little more about us and some early movies that just scared the shit out of us. And if you're not a patron, you can join still mm-hmm. even just for a dollar, even just for a dollar. And you can listen to the bonus episodes.
0: Yes. One dollar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you want to know how to do that, you go to the link tree and it's in there. Or you can go to patreoncom dot slash three girls and sign up. You also get some fun stuff. So just check it out. Like Tara said, little as a dollar gets you some great content. I believe if you are a five or up patron, there's some video content that you can get.
1: Yes. And Mm -hmm. our video from our girls weekend will be making its way shortly after the bonus episode for June. So that'll be coming up mm-hmm. after. And, yeah, there's um past videos. The Five and Up guys, they usually get a full episode plus all our extra shenanigans, which is usually like an extra <laughs> half hour or so <laughs> um, of that. And then yeah. blooper reels. There's one up now. The next one is going to be going up in the next couple weeks. I kind of just build those up so I can put those up. I don't we don't really put a like. We, those aren't necessarily monthly that's just kind of whenever we got enough for a full video kind of thing so yeah lots of cool stuff and five and up gets stickers right. we're dwindling down on our og stickers so soon we'll be switching over to our new logo stickers for you guys so yeah there's that too and then 10 and up you get a mug and um all kinds of other fun stuff so yeah check it out Mm-hmm. and That's it for us this week. So we will see you Thursday. We will. Bye, guys. Bye.